welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And Those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with these inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are really getting that done. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and more importantly, their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Mike Howell owner of Aero Engineering in Morgantown, West Virginia. Mike, thanks for being on the show today, man. Thanks for having me, Jim. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to have you on the podcast to share your story. And I know a little bit of the backstory, and I'm excited to, to share that with our audience uh, today. Aero Engineering, in case you don't know, provides structural engineering services for clients in the residential, commercial, and industrial market segments. Growing up in New Brighton, Pennsylvania, Mike Howe's love of construction began at a young age. One summer, Mike helped his dad build a deck on the back of their house, and his passion for building structures grew. The young, aspiring engineer was active with construction mission trips throughout high school and worked with a residential contractor during his summers in college. Mike went on to get his Bachelor of Science in Civil Engineering from the University of Pittsburgh and a Master's of Business Administration and MBA from WVU, West Virginia University. Mike is an active member and past branch president of the American Society of Civil Engineers, a past chair of the Richmond Joint Engineers Council, a past delegate to the Emerging Leaders Alliance, and a past president and a current member of the BNI Mountaineer Chapter in Morgantown. Additionally, he's an active and past board member on several local Morgantown organizations, including Pace Enterprises, the Bartlett House, and the Spark Imagination and Science Center. He's a coach in local youth sports, and he resides in Morgantown with his two children. I invited Mike on the show today to talk about his company, Aero Engineering, to share his story and to give our audience some valuable insight into the company he leads in West Virginia. Mike, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Uh, you know, Aero began really just out of my my love for building things. Uh, it. It was my dream uh, since I began my career to, to kind of have my own uh, structural engineering firm. And, and really, I entered structural engineering uh, just because I, I enjoyed construction. I loved working with my hands. I loved um, uh, seeing things kind of come uh, out of nothing and, and sort of the whole design and building process. Uh, and so it's been kind of a, a cool little journey 
to be sitting here today and uh, to have Arrow. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I, I feel the, the passion you have for, you know, the building industry, engineering in particular. Uh, Mike, you know, obviously, you know, we kind of talked about, uh, you know, some of the in early influences in your life in that introduction. But how did you actually get started in in your company right now? Take us to that place and how how this whole thing got started with aero engineering. Sure, sure. Well, in uh, 2016, I uh, I was working full time for another firm uh, and I I kept seeing calls come in uh, for residential projects and. For a variety of reasons, uh, I decided to to just start answering those. Uh, I got the kind of permission of my current company, and uh, you know, saw as an opportunity to expand my knowledge and and into a different market than what we were really working in. And as that grew, uh, I started seeing more and more opportunities for that. And the idea of starting Arrow as its own company uh, that initially was going to specialize in residential, uh, structures, uh, sort of, sort of began. Uh, and then in, by 2019, uh, I was in a position where, um, I, I wanted to take the chance. I wanted to see if, uh, one, if I could do it, uh, if I, you know, had, uh, had the ability to start my own company, to move off on my own. And, and so I made that decision, um, on August 2nd, I think it was my very first day of 2019. Um, and uh, it's been a, a fun ride ever since. Here we are, you know, a little over a year later. Yeah, that's awesome. Mike, um, give us your 30-second pitch for aero engineering. I mean, I kind of gave it a little description of what you do, but what is it that you, what is it that you tell people that you do and kind of whittle it down to 30 seconds? Yeah, aero engineering is a structural engineering firm. Uh, that specializes in any project in the residential, commercial, or industrial market. And we pride ourselves on uh, delivering the highest quality uh, designs, reports, uh, the most detailed uh, project specifications. Uh, and, you know, we really uh, go above and beyond to, to make sure our designs uh, can be built in the field. That's something I have a, uh, a lot of passion for is making sure that what we design is the best that can be built uh, for our clients. Awesome, man. What, Mike, what would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for your company right now? Aero Engineering, you, you've been in business a little over a year now, right? Correct, it, yes. What, what's the thing you're most excited about for your company right now? Well, you know, since I began this, I, I've, I've just had such a, a fascination with the clients and the projects that we've gotten to be involved in. And watching some of those ones come in through the last part of the year, it just excites me to think about what the possibilities are uh, as we continue to grow. Uh, we currently have two employees plus myself uh, and are looking, you know, to, to continue to grow beyond that. Uh, and just as those opportunities come along uh, to find new ways to serve our clients uh, yeah. and to serve a broader base. Yeah, absolutely. What's the thing that you think, um, you know, separates you from your, you know, the other engineering firms out there? Sure. Well, um, you know, I always joke, we all essentially design things out of the same books. You know, every, uh, hopefully every engineer is using the same building codes. Uh, but I think two things that really separate us are uh, the passion that I try to bring into, you know, to have things be constructible. Uh, coming out of construction, it's very important for me to 
to make sure that, you know, I'm providing clear and concise uh, instructions for, you know, the designs that we do. Uh, and then the other thing is just, you know, a humility of serving. Uh, it, it is just such an honor and a privilege to serve our clients. And it's something that, you know, you get into uh, kind of into the weeds of a design and that passion, you know, kind of fuels you to get through. You, you want to see the best product come out because it'll help your client the most. Sure, sure. So talk a little bit about the geographic uh, market that you serve, Mike. I know you have licenses in multiple states and uh, talk a little yeah. bit about that that uh, perspective. Like where are your customers at right now? Uh, currently, uh, most of our customers, most of our clients are in the kind of tri-state uh, plus Virginia area, Maryland, Pennsylvania, uh, West Virginia. We do have some projects that we have been involved with in Ohio. Uh, I am currently licensed as a structural engineer uh, in over a dozen states, I believe, at this point, uh, California, Illinois, uh, all the way down towards the Carolinas. So our our footprint uh, is, you know, all over that all over that region. Yeah. So so I think about like construction and, and, and right now that you're seeing, I think, a, a pretty good boom. Uh, in, in several sectors of construction around the United States and here in West Virginia, for sure. You know, and I think about, you know, the architect designs the building, you know, obviously the builders build the building and the engineers really make sure that the building doesn't fall down. Right. I mean, that's one of your, <laughs> that's, that's one of your things. So, I mean, I think it's pretty neat that you're able to do this work and, and serve clients in multiple States, not, not just here in West Virginia, but, but expanding and you can do it right, right from Morgantown. Um, are you, are you kind of seeing that there's um, there's a trend uh, in being able to you know you know since we've all been kind of in lockdown modes for the last eight months or so, are, are you seeing that that's uh, that that type of work is uh, is is getting easier to to acquire so to speak the remote jobs so to speak? Uh, I I do I you know when I began Arrow I uh, had the idea of keeping it remote from the get-go. Yeah. Um, you know, I joke around that we were doing remote working before it was even, you know, cool to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But it's just, you know, seeing a trend and not just the, the engineering and the construction world, but uh, just in business in general towards a more remote learning. Uh, more people are having to work from home due to, you know, whatever situations are, are happening. Sort of just building a company from the ground up that embrace that, you know, as a structural engineer, we are very rarely hosting meetings or having clients to us. In fact, I think we're probably doing our, our job incorrectly. If that's happening, we, we need to be out on sites. We need to be out meeting with the contractors. We need to be meeting uh, with the owners and the architects hmm. uh, kind of in their world so that we can understand who they are, because ultimately, you know, you can design a beam and a column, but it has to fit inside of, uh, someone else's either ability to build it, uh, somebody's ability to pay for it, or someone, you know, ability to see the project, uh, you know, how it's going to look in the end. And so that's a really important thing, I think, for Arrow as we continue to grow is to always remain, you know, in a position where we can uh, be out serving our clients, not, you know, tucked away in our own uh, 
our own office all day. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I've always been uh, impressed with you, Mike, is that you know you have this passion for engineering. You're you're a you're a uh, an engineer by training, but you also have this MBA, the, a master's in business administration, that allows you to to really see um, business from a, a large perspective. Right? Has that has that uh, kind of that dual path of having the business background, but also having the engineering helped you in, you know, starting this company? Is that, has that been a, uh, a factor, do you think? Well, it's, it certainly uh, gave me a lot of the tools I need needed to on the business side, just simply to understand, um, you know, how business works. But I think more importantly, it gave perspective. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was right after my MBA was over, I started to really see what it is that we do from the perspective of, business, which is, you know, it's not just about designing, you know, the beams and columns. It's about, um, you know, how do you run a business? How do you see a business? And then probably the most useful aspect of that is what are my clients, Mm. uh, you know, seeing because uh, when they're designing a new building, this is a venture in their own businesses. Yeah. uh, And we're able to kind of fit into that process. And so, I think that's awesome, you know, being able to see it from the your customer, your client's perspective. That's huge, right? And being able to almost put your yourself in their shoes to some degree. Mike, you've been in business over over a year now. Um, as a as kind of a fledgling company, you're you're thriving. You're doing great work. You've got a couple of employees now. What would you say is the the best business moment you've had in the last you know sixteen seventeen months since you've been in business? Oh, uh, wow. That's a, that's a good question. I, you know, there's been a few, uh, a few moments where we're leaving a, a meeting or we just left the project or, uh, you know, something has happened that has been a positive boost. A, a project has been completed. Uh, and I can remember, uh, one distinctly where there was a, a tremendous opportunity that had, uh, been presented to us to be involved in the project. And we're, uh, I'm driving back from that meeting and uh, it just it just dawned on me. I just started smiling and realized, you know, how amazing it was to be in this opportunity where uh, I was able to to take advantage of you know this that had happened and um, you know just just realize the the freedom uh, that it was to to be able to experience that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. On the on the flip side of that, what's what's been your worst business moment? Take us to that place of that worst experience and tell us that story. Well, I, I never planned for a pandemic in my business plan. <laughs> uh, and so I think anybody who has started or tried to grow a business in the last 18 months, you know, uh, would would see that, you know, in the, the spring of 2020 here, uh, everything changed. Um, uh, I can remember a moment, uh, there hasn't been many times where I haven't had something to do, uh, but there was a moment in kind of mid-March where uh, the projects I was working on had finished. There was other projects on the board, but nothing was really moving because you know, everybody was, was sort of trying to figure out what was going on. The schools had just shut down. Yeah. Uh, and I found myself on a Thursday afternoon uh, with nothing immediately to do. Uh, and I went and I kind of just sat down on my porch and I, I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is the, this is the horrible feeling. This is the rip part. Of, <laughs> this is the know, end. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, this is what everyone's scared of happening when you start a business is, you know, you have no potential revenue, you have no work going on and you know, what do you do? Um, uh, but you know, that moment, uh, led to kind of a cool, uh, 
a cool moment too, because you know, the fear that I had when I very first started with arrow was, you know, what if, what if I don't have anything to do? What if there's no revenue? What if this is a horrible mistake? And the thing that got me through then was, well, if you have one client to work on, mm. you know, focus on that client. If you have one project, focus on that project. And then it sort of dawned on me, you know, sitting there in March, hey, wait a minute, I've just been through all this. This is all the same fears <laughs> I had six months ago. Yeah, and it kind of gave me like a, a little bit of a a boost. And ego. I actually came back in, uh, you know, and sat down and, and just started getting to work. Um, yeah. yeah. And so it was, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it was all solved that day because you know, it was several weeks later before anything really started coming back. But uh, I knew that I had confidence in myself mm. at that point um, to just keep going. Yeah. So it reminds me of a conversation I had yesterday with with a friend, and and we were talking about some things, you know, just about confidence, and and uh, it reminded me of a, a ten word sentence that I heard years ago. Each word of those ten words is only two letters, and it's very powerful statement for, and I think especially as an entrepreneur and listening to your story, it kind of reminds me of this. And the sentence is, if it is to be, it is up to me, you know, <laughs> yes. and, it, and it's a simple sentence. And I, re, I think about that a lot uh, with entrepreneurs. I talk to business owners every day and, and uh, it, the resiliency, the ability to, okay, sit on your back porch for a minute, kind of sulk in that for a moment and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go in there and, and, and turn this around and get things cranking. And that is <laughs> that is the life of an entrepreneur. And I just appreciate you sharing that that uh, that story. It's, I think it's very powerful. Mike, I want to take a second just to mention some of the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia. And they are Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interact. Action Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is my friend Mike Howell. He's the owner of Aero Engineering based in Morgantown, West Virginia. Mike, I want to get right back into it. What is the vision that you have for Aero Engineering long term? Well, I um, I always joke that I'll know I've made it when we get a call to design a uh, major league sports stadium. Uh, <laughs> and that's sort of facetiously my, my design goal of, of where I want to get to now to get there. There's a lot of other steps that would have to happen. And, um, I think as, uh, to look at the more immediate goal, uh, is just to continue to grow, to continue to, um, find new ways to, to serve our clients, uh, more specifically, I uh, am in desperate need of adding another uh, probably senior level engineer. And I think uh, that would be a big step right now. So that's kind of where my focus is immediately. But long term, um, you know, I want to be the the name when people think of structural engineering in this area or, you know, in a greater area. Yeah, absolutely. And you've had some amazing experiences working on those types of visionary projects that you were talking about, like some sports uh, related things. I know that uh, you t share some of that background with us, because I think that would be very interesting to our audience. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I guess I'm lucky then, you know, some, my very first project when I was just a a rookie engineer and I barely knew how to tie my, my boots on was the Woodrow Wilson bridge in Washington, DC, where I was a, a lowly construction field engineer. Uh, and within the first week of being on that, I was on the discovery channel, um, as part of one of their engineering, you know, shows that they, they used to do. So that was, um, 
that was kind of a cool project. <laughs> you know, your very first thing to be part of a $200 million uh, transportation project outside of the Capitol. Yeah, an iconic um, bridge, no, no doubt. Yeah, right. Yeah. One that still, you know, sees, you know, hundreds and thousands of people a day yeah, yeah. Uh, going across it. So um, that was a, a, a really cool opportunity to um, see that side. I've worked on the Milan Park Aquatic Center here in, in Morgantown. Yeah. Uh, big, that's uh, a big the, deal. Yeah, that was a, an awesome project. And uh, one, you know, like the baseball stadium here in Morgantown that I was lucky enough to be involved with that, you know, I take my kids to. Uh, and it's sort of a cool feeling sitting in those spaces and remembering the late nights and the early mornings and the, the headaches that go with it and realizing just how lucky I am to be in this profession uh, to where I can go and sit inside of something uh, that I've helped to yeah, build. Especially with your chil- your children. Your kids are like, Dad, yeah. you helped build this. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. my son <laughs> calls it uh, Dad Stadium whenever he drives <laughs> by. And that was, that's kind of a, you know... Uh, a unique feeling oh, for certain. That's so, so. cool. That's 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 very good. Very good, Mike. Yeah. You know, as a as an as an engineering firm, you know, you're you're dealing. You have a very specific client base that you're trying to attract. How do you attract new new customers, new business, new clients to Aero Engineering? Yeah, well, that's a, another really good question. Uh, you know, I've I've always been of the mind that your greatest marketing is the last project you did. Mm. And so a lot of the new clients and projects that uh, has, have come to me during, during this first year have simply been referrals off of other projects or people where, um, who are connected to, to previous clients we've had. So that is by far the, um, the strongest effort I make towards marketing and to gaining new clients. Uh, you know, it's just, is just doing a good job for the ones that we're working on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that you, you kind of touched on referrals and and I think that um that referrals kind of get a bad rap sometimes like you can't control referrals, but obviously you can control referrals and and you can actually do that by doing great work, right? Asking yep. for the referrals, being specific with the type of business that you're looking to to reach. So I think you're doing uh, some cool things there. Mike, what's one of the biggest challenges you face right now with your your company Aero Engineering? Well, currently, you know, this, we're still in the pandemic mode. Sure. We're still, um, uh, facing a lot of the, the challenges, you know, I mentioned trying to find a, a senior engineer to, to join me. Uh, those are all challenges. I think the one that has me the most nervous currently is just what's going to happen over the next six months with capital infrastructure. Um, you know, as, as lucky as we were in the first six months of this whole uh, thing to, you know, everyone's still got their construction projects going and there's, you know, a lot that's been happening. Um, what is going to happen in the next six months, mm. you know, is, is a big mystery. And you're, you're starting to hear on my end, um, a lot more rumblings of some things slowing down. The markets are being, you know, very volatile with construction materials right now. Yep. Uh, and that will begin to have an effect in what I do and what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the the nice thing about your business setup is that in the your business plan, your model is you're serving, you know, residential, commercial, industrial. You ha- you can do it all and you can do it wherever the market needs to you know, right if you if you find that hey, there's this need in 
North Carolina for an engineer, you can actually do that work from right here in West Virginia. So that's kind yes, of, I think that I think that's pretty cool. Uh, the other thing that um, I'll just throw in there, and, I, and I, I'm of the mindset, of course, our show is positively West Virginia, but <laughs> I'm of the mindset that there's gonna there's there's a a huge pent up demand that's going to be unleashed here uh, soon, you know, once we start making our way out of this and whether it's, you know, after the election, I mean, I know that's a point of view that a lot of people uh, have right now that everything's going to, you know, open back up after this. And there's a lot of, you know, uncertainty and all that kind of stuff, or it's just the natural progression of coming out of a a dip in the economy. I think, I think there's going to be a pent up demand and I think you're going to be right there in the the thick of it. That's my, that's my thoughts anyway. Um, Mike, you know, I, I love the, the heart that you have for your business, your entrepreneur mindset. What's one piece of advice you would give to Maybe a, a young person out there thinking, hey, you know, Mike started his company. He was an engineer and he started his own company. He had a great job, and but yet he stepped out there and did did this thing and started a, a company and now has employees and, and he's building something, you know, for the future. Uh, what's one piece of advice you would give them? Well, you know, um, uh, I think the best piece of advice is to, is to just enjoy it. I mean, the hardest part, for me, uh, has been the decision to do it. I mean, I agonized over it, you know, as a, as an engineer, I'm not prone to impulse decisions too often. Uh, and the decision <laughs> thank thank goodness. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not an enviable quality of an engineer. Um, and, and so when I'm, when I was considering this, um, you know, I really did agonize over it and the hardest part, even given the pandemic and the growth concerns and the, you know, everything, was simply that decision to, to go forward initially um, because I was faced with all of my own insecurities and all my own self-doubt. And, uh, you know, that was going to come to a head where I kind of had to face that down in order to to make the decision. And then what I have discovered since is, um, you know, I, I was ready. I was able. Um, you know, mm. what happens tomorrow, you know, I may not be able to control, but... Mm. Here we are, fifteen months later, and you know I've I've done it at least for the first fifteen months. So, you know, I think just having some confidence in yourself and and realizing that, um, you know, usually the hardest part is is taking the leap. Um, yeah, yeah, that's great advice, man. Appreciate you sharing that. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm a, a part-time single parent. Uh, and so usually I'm doing something for them, but you know, I do try to spend a little time to myself just simply to, you know, focus on what the, the immediate goals are for the day. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you design an entire building, it can sometimes be overwhelming because you're, you know, it always starts as a blank piece of paper, right? right <laughs> and, exactly. Uh, or a blank screen in, sure. in the modern world. Uh, and you have to make a decision initially to just get started. And so, you know, just like running a business, sometimes the amount of work and things that need to happen and, you know, the, the project stuff alone, but then you add the business stuff, it can sometimes be overwhelming. And, mm-hmm. and so I try when I feel those, um, those moments coming to just think about, okay, what's the next immediate thing that I can do right now? You know, mm-hmm. even if it's an easy thing and, um, so I spend the time every day kind of, kind of doing that, just finding the next thing, uh, that I can control and, 
you know, making that decision. Yeah, that's good stuff. What's one resource, maybe it's a piece of technology or something like that, that you use in your company that you just can't live without? Uh, I, a few years ago, was lucky enough to get into the 3D modeling side of what we call drafting. Uh, So it, it evolved from hand drafting and rulers and pencils to computer aided drafting. And and in the last decade or so, the 3d modeling has become uh, the the most valuable tool. And currently the way that we are set up um, our, our drafting and our analysis program works hand in hand. And so it makes it very efficient uh, to design a building and you can see it all in 3d. It has solved more problems uh, that have never left my computer, you know, that I can even count, um, because it's just so visual. So that is, that is the, <laughs> that is the indispensable tool that we have. Awesome. Uh, for what we do. Yeah. Very cool. Mike, what's one book or podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? You know, one of the ones that really just, um, it just inspired me kind of going forward was how I built this. Yes. Uh, the NPR. And I, I have not listened to it for a while, uh, but I need to get back into it because for, for the year or two leading up to the decision to go into the era, I would just listen to these stories and just was so amazed at the business mindset of taking a risk of seeing something that needed, you know, to be addressed and finding a way of, of doing it. It was just such an inspiration. Um, to, to hear about these stories, random stuff. And, and I enjoy, um, even though I work in the engineering world and the construction world, I enjoy hearing stories of restaurants and, you know, gadgets and technology in their business stories, because, uh, you can learn something from everybody's, you know, everybody's journey. Uh, and so that was just a great podcast that, Mm. um, you know, I would listen to frequently and, and of course, positively, West Virginia. Right? <laughs> uh, of course, of course. No, in all seriousness, I mean there is so much that happens in this state. Not being from the state, I you know I feel like I have an objective viewpoint, um, and, and it is just a wonderful state to be in. And yes, uh, I agree. And I agree. And I want to. I'm going to kind of dovetail into what you did, what you just said there about uh, how I built this with. Uh, that mm-hmm. for those of you guys who don't know, that podcast is hosted by a guy by the name of Guy Raz, and he just came out uh, just like two weeks ago uh, with his new book, "How I Built This" by Guy Raz. So we will make sure that we have a link to the podcast and his new book because that's the first time that anybody has recommended uh, Guy's uh, content, and we'll make sure that that's on the positivelywv.com/resources page, and people can just buy the book or download the podcast and start listening to that. I agree. That's an excellent one. So Mike, thanks for, for sharing your thoughts on that. Mike, we've covered yeah. a lot in this interview. Uh, is there anything else that you uh, think our, our listeners should know about Mike Howell's story or aero engineering story? Uh, you know, I, I, I guess one other thing that I try to, to bring into every project is just mm-hmm. simply a, a, to be a student of, the industry. Um, you know, I, I never feel like I've figured this thing out. You know, I learned something new on every single project. I learned so much from the people that I work with and the people that we're involved with. Um, you know, I think sometimes the, the engineers get a bad rap for having to be the, the smartest person in the room. And, um, I think that's one of the things that I want people to understand that is a little different about arrow is that, uh, 
you know, we go in with the mindset of we're there to learn alongside of our clients and we'll help you get to the, uh, the end, um, of whatever issue it is or whatever the project is together. Uh, you know, that's something that I try to instill, uh, in, in everything that we do is just, mm. um, that, that we learn on every single project that we get involved in. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great attribute. Lifelong learning, right? Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I really appreciate you sharing that as well, Mike. In closing, how can our listeners learn more about aero engineering and maybe even get in contact with you, Mike? Well, the best resource is to go to our website, www.arwcg.com. Uh, you can look there for some, uh, the services that we provide, get to know a little bit more, uh, about, uh, who we are, uh, especially pay attention to our connections page, which is our, uh, our, uh, our blog, I guess you would call it, but we have some videos up there that highlight, some of the clients and the projects that we've been involved with. Yeah. Uh, we also have some articles, uh, you know, that will help you if you're, you're facing a structural engineering issue. And we try to come out with new, new content for that every few weeks. Yeah. Uh, so great. definitely something to check out and, and keep checking out. Yeah. And we'll make sure we have links to all that stuff in the show notes section of the podcast. Mike, I just want to say it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. You're my friend and, and colleague. Uh, and I just, uh, I really appreciate what you're doing. I think it's really great. And I just want to encourage you to, to keep up the awesome work, man. Thanks, Jim. Well, I, I appreciate being here. It's been quite an honor to be part of it. Yeah, it's fun, man. Great conversation. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across West Virginia, just like Mike Howell and Aero Engineering in Morgantown, our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with this business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments, encouragement, your, the little notes that you guys send us. It's, it's awesome. And we're truly grateful for that. And of course, we encourage you guys to, to share these uh, stories, these podcasts on your social media channels as well. And be sure to check out our weekly show, Small Business Mastermind, every week, every Friday from 11 to noon, where we bring a panel of business experts around the state of West Virginia each week to help small business leaders win. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.